Welcome back to the 150K Podcast, where we help you take your dream to six figures and beyond. I'm your guest, Joe Graham. With me today is Saba Ali, who's been featured on NBC, ABC, CBS, TED Talks, marketing expert. Um, I've been following her probably for about six months now. I actually took a course of hers, which is amazing. Highly recommended. But Saba, for people that don't know you that are listening to this, tell us a little bit about your story and, and what you do. Yeah, well, first of all, Joe, thank you so much for having me. I love jumping on these interviews and providing so much value and knowledge to your audience. Um, but yeah, ooh, for me, the toughest question of it all. What? <laughs> tell me, tell me a little bit about myself. Um, so for me, I, I, I always love to take it back to when I was actually in college when I was nineteen. That's when I really got started in my entrepreneurial journey. I met a mentor at my university who actually came to just give a speech that I went to for extra credit for one of my classes, not knowing that he actually changed my life and really got me into this path of entrepreneurship. For the first few years when I was 19, 20, 21, I was still in college. Basically, all I was doing was documenting and sharing my story online. I was working with my mentor, helping put on $30,000 events and masterminds across the country working with high-level entrepreneurs. And that's where I really started to learn a lot about branding, marketing, PR. And people start to follow me online just by me producing content. Um, from there, that's when people, you know, kind of start to see me as somewhat of like, you know, an influencer, if you say, I don't like to use that term, but somewhat of an influencer, college entrepreneur going down on her path. And that's when people start to come to me asking for help. How are you speaking on stages? How are you growing your audience? How are you confident showing up on camera? Like all of the things. And that's how I really got into my business of helping people create an unforgettable brand online and monetize it by selling their products and services. Um, so officially, I would say I officially started my business in 2018 when I graduated college. So about three years ago now, and I've been doing it full time since then. No, that's awesome. And it's crazy because a lot of people would be like, holy cow, wait a minute. She just said she was helping raise $30,000, $50,000 with masterminds and stuff all in college. You know, yes. so that that's like, you know, you were proving stuff while you were going through. Now, I've taken a couple of your courses, followed you online for a little bit. Um, something that I've always loved about you was the fact that you do it organically. You have like 23,000 people on your Instagram. I think maybe a little bit more than that currently. Um Give us a little insight into how would you say, because a lot of people that listen to us are sales professionals, entrepreneurs, yeah. coaches, people like that. How do you start from, you know, just getting into your business to getting to where you have 23,000 people following you and listening and engaging? Yeah, that's a great question. So I was actually covering this on another show that I was in, but some of like the actual like principles and strategies behind it, first of all. The first thing that I always want to highlight is it always comes down to just being super consistent with your work. Like a lot of people, of course, like once again, some of them, they don't know I've been doing this since I was 19. Like I'm 24 now, I'm turning 25 in a month. So I've been doing it for a good, you know, a few years and the buildup has been pretty progressive. So, you know, sometimes people, when they get into the online space of growing and scaling a business, they think it's overnight. Suddenly I'm going to get 
10,000, 20,000 followers. Mm. And unfortunately, it doesn't really work that way. No, never, never. Um, so of course, the first thing is coming down to being super consistent. But one way that I have been able to, you know, kind of amplify and accelerate that process is kind of what we're doing right now is speaking on other people's platforms and providing value and knowledge to them. Um, in the beginning, when I was, you know, kind of under 10,000 followers, I would do that a lot. I would do split live interviews on Instagram with people who had tens of 20s, even 100,000 followers just to get exposure and add value to them. Um, but over time, of course, what I'm all about, my company over here is all about branding. Mm -hmm. I realize that people follow you because of the feeling and experience you're creating for the consumer which is basically how I describe branding. So back then when I was in college and I was first building up my audience, I didn't realize I was building a brand without really knowing it. Um, right. Up until I finally launched my business, got my first few clients. I was like, why did you buy from me? You could have gone to any other successful coach out there who had a real business, who wasn't in college, you know, all the limiting beliefs I had mm -hmm. back then. And they told me, oh, I bought because of your energy, your personality, your confidence, the way you present yourself. And that's when I realized, okay, people buy not because of the product necessarily, but because of the transformation and the identity that you're bringing to your services. Yeah, no, that's good. That's that sales one-on-one. People buy because they like you. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. So with content, because you're a content expert, um, I know like in the class I took, you said plan your month out. So yeah. do you have like a plan or a schedule or a thing that you do? Or do you fly a little bit more by the seat of your pants? Which would you yeah. recommend? Great question. So when I was first starting with, when I didn't necessarily have a real business or a real offer, it is kind of hard to plan out your content because there is no real marketing strategy around what you're doing. So if you know, you're know you listening or watching this, you're in the really beginning stages of your business, I would recommend just putting out content every single day and kind of learning as you go. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a real marketing strategy back then. Now, since I do run a real business, we have offers that we're putting out. Yes, we do plan ahead. So we know our entire marketing strategy before we even go into the first of the month. Um, and we do plan our content ahead. Um, in terms of do we have all our content created for the entire 30 days? No, we have our marketing strategy, mm -hmm. but I produce content. Um, we batch create our content on a weekly basis. Um, and the reason why we do that for me, just efficiency wise, um, for me, workflow, I work better when I do it on a weekly basis versus a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. um, I have clients who do it 30 days out and it works for them. Um, but yeah, in short, if you are a business owner, you all have offers, you have clients, I highly recommend having your marketing strategy planned out a month in advance. So you know what's going on when you go into the first of the month. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Cause I see a lot of people just go and flow and then they're here one day and there another day. And they're having like that clear, precise, uh, yeah. you know, path that they're following. So also want to say congratulations. I saw that in June, you had your best month ever. If I yeah. read that correctly, I do follow your content. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And I think you said, this is something people will be like, how do you do this? You did it working half days. Now I know you said something that was really important to begin with. Success is not an overnight thing. You've been doing this since you were 19 consistently day after day, you know, time after time. Um, 
what is your mindset strategies? Because I'm going to assume you have like maybe something in the morning you do or at night. Most successful people I talk to have a, a set morning plan per se. Yeah, great question. I do have a really structured morning routine. So for me, I'm an early bird. So I wake up at anywhere between like 530 to 6am. Um, the first thing that I do, actually, the first thing that I don't do is I don't look at my phone first thing in the morning. Right. Um, that's a habit that, you know, I start to implement probably, I, I want to say like a year ago, and it's been, it's been just amazing. <laughs> right. So one of the first things that I do when I wake up in the morning is I, I drink a glass of water just to hydrate myself. And I actually listen to myself talking. And it was basically a recording of a combination of goals affirmations and identity mm -hmm. that the new version of myself is saying to me. Um, so I listen to that every single morning. So what that does for one, when you wake up in the morning, that's the, um, that's the part of day when you're the most in your subconscious mind and your brain, because you're just waking up. You're not super aware, but you are aware. So when you put something in your mind that your subconscious can pick up, it's easier to change. Mm -hmm. your habits, your thoughts, the limiting beliefs that you might have. And then number two, of course, energy wise, when you hear yourself talking about goals and things that you have already done, um, you know, you have a positive mind outlook of how your day is going to go. That's the first thing that I do. And then I work out, I, I work out every single morning, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, come home and get ready. I meditate and then I journal. Um, so that once again, it keeps me focused on my goals and what I'm doing during the day. After that, I get to work. Um, so for me, I do that every single morning at night. I meditate, I journal, and then I sometimes read and that's about it. Um, and then I also don't look at my phone um, one hour before I go to bed. So for me, I have found and I've tracked this before. Sometimes I'll be off on my routine and there is a direct correlation in a dip of her business when I am off track when it comes to my routine. Um, and yeah, I've assessed when I found we do really great in our business. I'm like, what was I doing then that mm -hmm. doesn't have to do with business? And it goes back to meditating, journaling, working out, eating well, because I feel better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, those who've been in business for a while or even just, just getting started, you'll soon realize that Business is all an energy game. Yep. Um, if your energy is low, guess what? Your business is going to be <laughs> low, yep. low there too. <laughs> okay. No, success leaves clues. Everyone I've talked to says the same thing. They have a morning routine. A lot of them have physical exercise where they work out. They have a plan in motion. They don't look at their phone in the morning. And before they go to bed, they don't look at the phone. It's like when you're going through life, success is boring. But if you do the consistent things over and over and over again, yeah. you win. So I, I love that. That's great. So on the lines of content creation and uh, developing your brand, so say like you just started out and, and I've hired coaches before, I'm sure you're going to agree with me on that. Um, what type of coach or person would you hire first? Say you're just starting out and you're looking at, okay, I'm going to be doing XYZ business. It can be a coaching business, a fitness business, whatever that is. What would you think would be needed most? A branding coach, a mindset coach? It's an open question, really. Yeah, so um, of course, my go-to answer is always find someone who has it all. Um, most, I would say, successful coaches will provide you with all the steps that you need to take at least the next few steps ahead. 
in your business. So what I always say, and I, even as a consumer, because I have coaches, I have mentors that I work with, I only work with people that are a few steps ahead of me because mm-hmm. that way, A, they can relate to where I'm currently at because they weren't, like they were there not too long ago and B, they're more accessible. Um, I found you'll get, you'll get to a point in your business where you don't, like you already know all the marketing, all the sales strategy out there. There isn't right. anything more. What you're really buying into is access to the person to learn more about their mindset, their performance, their energy, their workflow and their habits. So I realized that that once again, um, a lot of people when they are starting out in their business, they'll go to, um, you know, and buy products from like the Tony Robbins and like Mm -hmm. Graziosi and like Lewis House, which is fine. Their products are amazing, but you don't get the accessibility to them. So there is no real emotional connection for you to even implement the information that they're giving you and make that change. Um, and then once again, sometimes people will buy into coaches where they're making millions of dollars a year and you're starting from zero. There's no direct mm-hmm. like relationship there right. because they're so far ahead. You see what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. so I would say people that are, if you are starting, go to someone who's maybe made their first like 10K month. If you're already at that place, go to someone who's making 50 or 100K a month, like just depending on where your goals look at. Um, look like but yeah like I would say like business strategy if you have no business strategy of course need that right if you have business strategy you definitely need mindset work um, for me and what I do with my clients we provide it all like we've also realized of course that if there is if your head is not there it doesn't matter what we give you when it comes right. to marketing branding business sales you're just not gonna do it Right. So having that perfect combination of it all, I think really, really leads to success for people. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think coaches are there to help guide you in what your idea is, but it has to be your idea, your thing. So it comes across authentic. So yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that makes perfect sense. Um, going along with, you mentioned 10K months to some of the people listening to this right now, they would be like, man, I wish you could get a thousand K month. So how do you help people with mindset shifts to go from, because a lot of people listening to this, the whole point of this podcast is to help people go from their dreams to six figures and beyond. Because like you said, you can't get to be a millionaire if you haven't even hit the six figure bigger or barrier, sorry. So how would you like with, with getting, helping people, because you mentioned mindset, how would you help them go from maybe 500 to a thousand a month to 10,000 a month? What type of strategy would you apply to that with marketing and sales? I know that's kind of ambiguous a little bit there. Yeah. So um, one thing that we always want to clarify, um, because I, I'll let you, I'll share a quick story because I was that person um, that went from $500, making $500 a month to 10,000 the very, very next month in 30 days. So this was actually me when I was in, it was in 2018, 2019, when I was just about graduating college, I was making $500 a month. I had one client and back then I was doing social media management work. So I wasn't coaching. I was doing like a done for you service. And for some reason I could just not get past the $500 a month mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to hit that 10 K. Like that was my goal back then. Of course, um, for me, how I was able to do that, I had to recraft my offers out. So what happens is a lot of times people want to get to that 10K a month mark, but like logistically wise, it's just so hard for them to get there because they're either selling 
a $97 product right. and they have to, you know, they have to make 10,000 sales. Like that just like, that's just insane to me. So mm-hmm. for me, I wanted to get into the space of serving. So I heard about high ticket, right? High ticket offers. When you craft out a program, it can be anywhere from 2000 plus, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I did. I crafted out an offer that was 4,000. I knew I had the value to get there. And logistically wise, when you reverse engineer your numbers, I only had to get two and a half, three clients to hit right. that. Right. So I think the first thing someone needs to identify is reverse engineer numbers. If you have to get 10,000 clients in a month, that's probably not feasible. What can you do to restructure out your offers or maybe even look at a different business model if that's not even how you want to grow and scale your business? Um, that's the first thing that you want to focus on. And then from there, um, like my entire business, it's, it's all built organically. Our main focus is content marketing. So I would say build out a launch plan when it comes to creating content online and just start producing content on your personal profile. Um, from there, people will start to reach out. You'll have some conversations, get on a call with people and just, just serve. Um, for me, the jump that for me, I'll, I'll share this quick story. The jump that happened for me to go from $500 to $10,000 a month, it didn't change when it came to marketing strategy. So what I was doing every single day back then, I was creating a piece of content. I was probably having 20 conversations a day, hopefully getting on at least one call a day, but mm-hmm. I was still unable to sell my offer. The reason why was because when I was showing up on those calls, I had that belief of like, of like, oh my gosh, I have to sell this person because I need money. Yep. So I was in that state of need, which mm-hmm. told the universe I was of lack. Like I, I was in that scarcity mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, what clicked and what changed um, was understanding more about the concept of like money and how it works of mm-hmm. money, you know, just like money mindset and abundance. So for me, when I understood that concept, of needing versus having the game changed for me. Um, And that's how I was able to sign on three clients that month at that higher price point mark. You just gave about 10 to 20 awesome nuggets there. I'm going to recap, just make sure people caught. Reverse engineer your ideas. Mm -hmm. Know what your end is in mind. That way you're able to get there. Know your numbers. That's huge in sales, business, and anything that you do. Like I train people with my sales job right now. And I have to tell them, well, what are your numbers? How many people do you need to talk to to get presentations, to get sales? Have the right money mindset. Many people undervalue what they bring to the table because Mm -hmm. if you're bringing value to people, they're willing to pay it. And the first time you have someone write you a check for 10, 20K, it's like, wait a minute, they just did that. But then after you've done that, now you've, you've made it there. And like you said, the universe got your mindset shifts. So, I mean, I just wanted to make sure I recap that because there was yeah. like a lot of really <laughs> awesome nuggets there. So I love this question. I always like to ask it, and it's a little bit of a different one. If you could go back in time or in the future, far back in time or far forward in the future, doesn't matter, for one year and learn anything and talk to anyone, where would you go and what would you learn? Yeah, that's a great question. So either, so you said either go back in time or go in the future. You could do either or. So you could go back in time and talk to anyone you want to, or you could go into the future and talk to anyone you want to and learn anything you wanted for one year. 
And then you get to come back here and have that knowledge. That's a great question. So um, immediately what comes to mind <laughs> to me, so I would love to go back to when I was 19 years old. That's when I first got started mm -hmm. um, in entrepreneurship. And the first person that comes to mind that I would want to speak with um, is Tony Robbins. And the reason why I say that is because back then when I first got started in entrepreneurship, of course, you know, like the big three kind of people look at is like Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and sometimes like Gary Vee. Yep. Um, Tony Robbins, even till this day, I meditate on his stuff probably daily. Mm -hmm. um, so of course he has tons of knowledge on all areas of life. So I would just love to learn from him more about the psychology behind just humans, mm -hmm. not how we work. Um, there is a phase and season in my business after I graduated for six months, I dove deep into psychology and understanding mindset and how we work. And of course that helps with sales and performance and even yep. just for me, how I show up. Um, so for me, I would love to learn more about that psychology piece um, from him. And of course, applying it today in my business, you know, it's just going to be an instant growth in my business and also just in my life. Um, but no, I love that question. I've never had anyone ask me that on a podcast show. Good, good. I, it was one I came up with recently. I love Tony Robbins. He's one of the first people I had listened to. Um, it actually leads me to my next questions. What podcasts or books would you recommend? And you can do them separately, of course. Yeah. So podcast shows definitely like Tony Robbins is someone that I listen to a lot daily. Um, Tom Bilyeu from Impact Theory. I yep, love, love him. Love um, he also too. has yeah a lot of psychologists come on there um, along with his wife. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Yep. She's great. Love, yep. to, love to listen to her stuff too. Um, some people that are more in like my, my network kind of in like the coaching field, Dan Henry. I love his stuff. Um, so that's someone who's kind of like you know, he is like a fewer steps ahead of me, but he is someone that I could really connect with and resonate with based on where he was at. And a lot of people don't know. I actually met Dan a few years ago before he blew up. Um, oh, nice. So I have met him before. So that's someone I love to listen to. And then one more um, that I can think of. Um, I like to listen to a lot of my friends' shows too. Mm -hmm. So if you're familiar with Jeremy Adams, um, Unicorn Innovations is his company. He has a podcast show that really just focuses on kind of um, controversial topics and different nice. perspectives. Um, so I sometimes like to listen to that because for me, I always love to exercise my brain and look at things at different ways and different perceptions. Um, so those are some podcast shows I listen to. For books, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, so one that I always tell my clients to read, and I've highlighted a lot on my social media, is A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Kikandi. Mm -hmm. That one talks all about mindset and law of attraction and abundance. Um, of course, the Bible for entrepreneurship, Think and Grow Rich. <laughs> yes, of course. Yep, that's the book, of course. <laughs> I have to mention that. Um, yep. I've read that so many times, start to finish. Um, Psycho-cybernetics is a great one when it comes to mindset and psychology, really just talks about how the brain works. Um, I know I'm making a list, but I just oh, no, love great. another one that is a great to understand just human behavior in the brain, um, is breaking the habit of being yourself. Joe Dispenza 
Great book. Um, and then one of the recent ones that I read um, that really helps with upper limit problems and triggers, which is basically you get to a point where you're hitting your goals and then you self-sabotage yourself to bring mm -hmm. you back yep. down. Yep. Um, the Big Leap. And I think that was, I can't think of the author, but The Big Leap, um, that one was really, really good just in terms of breaking that cycle in order for you to get to that next level within. No, that, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, what I'll do is I'll go through this and I'll get it and I'll put the books in the show notes because I'm an yeah. avid reader. Um, I did want to go back to the podcast stuff and all and just kind of talk about, you're talking about like mentorship, people that are close to you, people that are above you and people that are maybe are a little bit below you that help pull you up. And I think that's key. Um, I know I always hear that you're the five people that you surround yourself with. And I really think it's the five people that, that you're talking about. So like the gentleman you mentioned, that's just a few spots above you that's on his way up. Or maybe Tony Robbins is like, you know, someone you're aiming to be at. And then you have people in your circle that you're reaching out to. Um, for you, with people and connecting and all, what type of people do you look for to help you grow as a person, entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. marketer businesswoman yes I love this question so <laughs> yeah because like I'm a, I'm a consumer so I I've spent probably like close to a hundred thousand in my personal development in my business mm -hmm. work with mentors um one thing that I always look for is do they do they live the lifestyle that I want to live yep. there's a lot of successful coaches entrepreneurs in my industry who are making upwards to um, $500,000 a month, mm -hmm. all right, a month. That's like a few million a year. Yep. But I would not want their lifestyle. They're working 24 seven. They don't have time for family, like nothing health is for. I would not want to want to learn from them. I just don't. So for me, um, of course, one thing that I look for is like, what type of lifestyle do they live? Do they mm -hmm. have balance? Do they have time with friends, family? Do they go out for fun? Um, and then number two, like when I show up on their, you know, show up on their profiles, consume their content, their videos, do I get a genuine feeling from mm -hmm. that? If not, I won't work with them. Yep. Um, I have also never bought from someone who came to me. I always go to them and I'm ready on the first call because I'm the type of person that consumes people's content first and I go to them. Um, mm -hmm. that's exactly how I built my business. You know, I don't, I don't teach my clients how to do cold outreach. It's all about attracting those people to you. Um, and then of course, number three, like, do they have valid results? <laughs> right. People always want to look at that. So, you know, have they still transferred to other clients? Have they been getting real results as well? Um, alongside of course, just their own. So I want to say the top three things I look for is, do they live the lifestyle that I want with balance, family, friends, energy? Um, do they have the results that I want to get to? And then of course, what type of feeling do I get when I consume their content, when I land on their stuff? Mm -hmm. No, that's perfect. I'm the same way. I'm extremely picky. Like I don't listen to anyone podcast wise if they've not started a business not accomplish something, doesn't have something tangible that I can look at. It's probably mm -hmm. because I'm in the business world, I work for multi-billion dollar company. So I like to see something real life or they're consistent. And then also, are they kind, nice and helping people as well? Because, you know, we've all heard the grind, the hustle forever. And that's great, but it's not that exciting because what are you going to yeah. do if you just grind and hustle all the time? 
So mm -hmm. this is more of a lightning round, kind of a little more lighthearted, fun stuff. Cool. So it's just one word answers either way. So mountains or beach, which do you prefer more? Beaches. <laughs> Money or legacy? Legacy. Puppies or kittens? Puppies. Oh, good. I like, you know, more. I don't like cats. Sorry. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. I have a cat. Full disclosure, my, my kids gave me a cat. They, they talked me into one, but it's their job. Like we have three dogs. I take care of them. The cat, I do not. Like I'll yeah. pet it once a year. We're good. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my last question, I always love to ask. Um, oh, wait, wait a minute. Beforehand, let tell people where they can find you, links, places, yeah. and all, because I hate doing that at the end because people try to cut off and they miss this part. And it's important. You need to follow her, check her content out, check everything she does. So if you can let us know where we can find you, that would be awesome. Yeah. So best place to connect with me, consume some of my stuff, follow me, send me a message on my Instagram. My handle is at the Saba Lee. So even if you were to type in my first and last name, I'll pop up, you know, send me a message. I love to connect with new people. And on there, you can check out my link in my bio that does have some free trainings and resources for anyone who is focusing on growing their brand, their business organically, and wants to learn more about the strategy of how to do that. No, that's awesome. And I highly recommend Saba. I've taken some of her courses. They are good. They work very well. Highly recommend. So I love this question. It's kind of, you probably get this on a lot of podcasts, but I still like this question. If you only had, you could go back and talk to yourself or to my audience or whatever, but you only had like three to five minutes to impact a person's life for the good they're chasing their dreams, their goals, whatever, but they're only going to get to hear you speak for three to five minutes and it's right now. Now we want them to hear this podcast and hear your stuff and get your content. But in this universe, for some reason, they only get three to five minutes to hear you give them value, love, encouragement, whatever that is. What would you say? Yeah, so I would say, um, know that you have the ability to do anything in life. No one is going to stop you besides yourself. And the reason that I say that is because for me, um, I've been through so much shit. I don't know if I can cuss. Oh, I've been through yep. so much growing up um, and just throughout my life where I got to a point that I felt like there was so many external people and environment, society, government, social media that, could, that was telling me what I could and couldn't do. So it came down to a point where I even see other people not going after what they want because they feel like other people are controlling their life. Mm -hmm. When you flip the switch and realize that you are the only person in control of your actions, that's how you can actually lead yourself to success. And that's like on the back of my book, I follow it till this day, know that you have the ability to do anything in life. No one is going to stop you besides yourself. Um, you know, there's people in like Africa and third world country mm -hmm. who have gotten out of their circumstances just by their mind and their thoughts and their beliefs. So if you're stuck somewhere and you feel like you can't get out and it's because of, you know, your family, your friends, government, society, all the people, it's not. So that's, no, that's I, what I would say. <laughs> I love that a hundred percent. So like I, full disclosure, I've traveled around the world and I've been in other countries and I've seen what other people have to deal with. And again, I'm not saying anyone's story is not hard. So please don't yeah. hear what I'm not saying, but you're right. It's your mindset. It's your change. It's what you're doing. It's how you grow. It's especially at least here in America. It's what efforts you're putting in. I agree with you hundred percent on that. 
any of the parting words for my podcast friends that are listening right now, thoughts, anything you wanted to touch on? Just start now. Like if, if I were to go back, um, if I were to go like way, way back, I wish I would have started sooner. Um, and I honestly, like, I wish I had like podcast shows like this to listen to, because it really wasn't until I met my mentor when I was 19, who really just shifted everything for me. So if you're listening to this, like, just, just start now, the longer you wait, the longer it'll take. That is amazing. Now, do you have your own podcast yet? Or is that not something you're wanting to do? So, um, so I actually did, I started a podcast show when I was in college. I did for six months. I had a co-host, someone who was also in college back then. And then we stopped it. Um, I don't have one currently, but I have been having a lot of people reaching out saying, start a podcast show, start a podcast show. <laughs> so it might be something that is coming in 2022, not this year, but hopefully soon in the future. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. You got, again, like you said, you have to know your business, know where you're at and have everything planned out. That's amazing. Thank you again. I appreciate you being on this show. It's been fun. I've, I've had a blast. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you everyone for listening to the 150K podcast where we take your dreams and help you scale to six figures and beyond. I'm your host, Joe Graham. Please check me out on Spotify, Apple, and all other podcast places you can go. Like, comments, they mean a lot to me. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you love this, please share, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.